for Sam Sports Report. Let's do sports first. Orlando Brown has finally signed the franchise tag. This is earlier than I thought he would be. Some many others thought the same thing. This is according to 810WHB. Signed the franchise for 16.8 million dollars. Take the left tackle position. This was the best move for the Chiefs, probably, and also for Orlando Brown. Last time I didn't have a source to back me up. This time I do. 810. Here's that post. Also, Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games for his allegations against misconduct, civil cases against 24 women. Watson is now the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, previously reached of his 20 settlement to 20 of 24 lawsuit against him. The former Texan will play for the Browns, will play the Texans on December 24, 2022. We'll talk much more about this this week. In basketball, the biggest winner of them all time, Bill Russell. Here is a picture of him gathered yesterday, but I forgot to put them on the podcast. I thought the podcast was already long enough. Pete Carroll tested positive for COVID. He is resting at home and is is experiencing symptoms. He is now fully vaccinated. All right, Carlos Dunlap, uh, you know, it was kind of funny yesterday. Coach Spagnuolo didn't know what to say because he knew they were signing, but he hadn't been signed yet. But Carlos isn't there now, but Andy told told you guys up there that this is someone who's going to fit in nicely to what they do. What can Carlos Dunlap be for this Chiefs team this year? Yeah, I mean, he can be what Melvin Ingram um, was for the Chiefs, maybe with better numbers, uh, what Ingram was last year. You know, I I feel like this was the biggest glaring weakness in terms of uh, roster spots for the Chiefs, you know. They've got some guys who can play, but, uh, you know, that pass rush just wasn't potent enough last year. They needed to do something to punch that up, and I I don't know how they were going to accomplish that with the guys they had before Carlos Dunlap got there. So, assuming he's any kind of semblance of the player he was in his best years with the Bengals, and uh, I, I kind of like this move. I, I think this will be an underrated move, something we'll be uh, talking about well into the season uh, because uh, the, the Chiefs needed help at that spot, no doubt. So, and he's away at a funeral now. Do you know when they expect him in? Yeah, I, I'm hearing Wednesday. Uh, it's not just a funeral. I think there's some other stuff. He needed to get a few things squared away. He told the Chiefs when he signed the other day that he was going to need a few days before he showed up for camp. The Chiefs were okay with that. That's my understanding. So, uh, um, But Wednesday is the day when I would expect him up at uh, uh, St. Joe. President Biden today will host several Democratic governors in a virtual call to discuss the next steps in safeguarding abortion rights at the state level. The meeting follows the Supreme Court's ruling last week to overturn Roe versus Wade and the immediate response from Republican-controlled states to enact stricter bans on abortion, some of them immediately with trigger laws. Joining us now, Democratic Congresswoman Sharice Davids of Kansas and the co-founder and CEO of the group All In Together, Lauren Lear. Great to have you both with us. Congresswoman, I want to begin with you and just take Kansas, your state, as a snapshot of what's happening there. Uh, The Supreme Court upheld a couple of years ago there in your state the right to an abortion, but there is something on the ballot coming up next month that could change that. Yeah, that's right. So currently the the Kansas legislature is barred from passing laws that would place an undue burden on people seeking reproductive health care services. But we have a constitutional amendment on the ballot on August 2nd. And, you know, this is so important as we as Kansans have watched our uh, neighboring states 
like uh, Missouri passed some very extreme laws, uh, total bans that would criminalize uh, people seeking health care. And uh, similar proposals have been introduced in Kansas previously, but uh, were blocked by our constitution. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're doing everything we can to beat back this constitutional amendment that would uh, really not just pave a path for those extreme proposals, but essentially create a, a highway to those extreme, uh, extreme bans. And uh, Kansans have made their voices heard multiple times that this is not what, uh, this is not the direction we wanna go. So this Congresswoman is a, a case study for what's happening across the country for a lot of people fighting for abortion rights. As you say, if this passes, it's possible that someone who is raped or who is the victim of incest would have to deliver uh, that baby. Um, what is your recourse here? Uh, what, what can activists do? What can members of Congress do? What can regular people who want to protect these rights do in their hometowns, in their home states? Yeah, well, I can tell you here in Kansas, uh, so many people are working to make sure that, uh, you know, on, on August 2nd, that everybody knows that this constitutional amendment is on our ballot and, and to vote no, because we don't want to, we don't want to eliminate uh, constitutional rights. Kansas is the free state. And we have uh, fought long and hard to make sure that we continue to be so. And I think that making sure that our, our neighbors, that folks know that we're gonna be the first place in the country to have voters speak on this specific issue and make their voices heard and, and make sure that everybody knows it's not okay to take away our rights. It's not okay for politicians to be trying to insert themselves into our healthcare decisions, our reproductive healthcare decisions. And it's not okay to have these extreme bans on uh, on access to the full range of reproductive healthcare services, including abortion and contraception. And um, I think that that's, that, that is, uh, I cannot overstate the importance of this uh, constitutional amendment we have on the ballot on August 2nd. Congresswoman, there's quite a lot of concern around the country amongst Democrats that I've spoken to that come November, when it's a few months after um, the Supreme Court's ruling on Roe, and at a time when Americans are really struggling economically with inflation, with high gas prices, that actually other issues might be more important and those other issues might favor Republican candidates in the midterm elections. Is that what makes the amendment um, this amendment in Kansas is so interesting to look at, partly because it's sooner, it's in August, but also because it's specifically on the issue of abortion. And so you're going to be able to gauge the kind of temperature, if you want, of how many people turn out to vote on that one single issue in this amendment. Um, you know, I think, I think the, the importance of the August, uh, August primary that we have here in Kansas is, I mean, absolutely, it's gonna help us um, see how many people uh, are are really willing to, to step up and fight for, uh, you know, people to be able to make their own decisions about their health care without the intervention of, um, frankly, some pretty extreme politicians. But I also think that, uh, you know, as it relates to, to this issue being on the ballot in August, it is also on the ballot in November, along with so many other things. You mentioned the, the costs of, of everything going up, whether we're talking about gas or uh, things at the grocery store, if you can get your hands on uh, on things. 
And I think that, you know, while, while people are very, very upset, people are scared, uh, people are frustrated and, and angry about the decision of the Supreme Court to overturn Roe, I also think that people are, continue to be uh, very concerned and uh, frankly frustrated about the rising cost of gas, about uh, the cost at the grocery store. And I don't, I don't think that those two things are mutually exclusive in any way. I think that people are very concerned about all of it. At the end of the day, and inflation may trump everything. You mentioned November. We should point out that your opponent, it's a rematch. Uh, you defeated this Republican, Ms. Adkins, two years ago, running against you again this year. Uh, she uh, is against abortion, even in cases of rape and incest, and has advocated for the defunding of Planned Parenthood. So I'm sure we'll be talking to you much more as we go forward. Democratic Congresswoman Sharice Davids of Kansas, thanks so much for being with us. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Thank we you. appreciate your time today. If the person may have cancer or some other problem, the same thing may apply to the them. They may be done abortions illegally. More than just that, a baby, baby, a baby and a woman may both be killed. A mom die. I don't even want to know the worst thing. I don't even want to talk about the worst thing I thought of. Also, what happens if doctors, with all the advances, maybe we will be able to tell someday if the but I'm not likely that they will have cancer in our lifetime. Or maybe they will be able to tell if you're more than likely to have a mental health problem. All the advances we are making, but yet some Americans don't want us to have the baby, even if it's not safe. Making the kid, making them have the kid no matter what. If it's not your baby, it's not your decision. If you're not the woman, you probably should be making the decision anyways. In Sam's against abortion, in Sam's mental health day, and Sam Vaughn's sports report. Thank you and have a good afternoon.